This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. First Corinthians 2 from verse 9. What eyes have not seen, what ears have not heard, neither has he entered into the heart of men. The thing that God has prepared for those that love him. But God has revealed them to us by the Spirit. They are only revealed. That's why you need the gift of They are revealed. They are revealed by the Spirit. What eyes have not seen. There are precious things that God has kept for you. But they are only assessed. You can only assess them by revelation. They have to be revealed. And the Holy Spirit is the one that reveals. So Jesus said, when he comes, he will show you things to come. John 16, he will take of me and show you. Hallelujah. If you read the concluding part of the story, truly, Oshai got to the palace. And when he got to the palace, Ahitophel was just counseling Absalom how to get David. And believe me, that counsel was a perfect counsel. But Ushai just came and he said, when he heard the counsel, he said, no, 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 no. And he turned them another way. But the, the, the thing, what we are looking at today, how did David recognize that Ushai was not meant to follow him but to help him go to the palace? How did he understand that the prayer he prayed some minutes ago, that Ushai was the answer to the prayer that he prayed? If only people can know when answers are around them, if only people can know, then we will not talk to wrong people. When there is a need, not only we should, the fact is, he expects us to come into his realm and see from his own perspective. And this is why we have the gift of the spirits. This is why we have the word of knowledge, word of wisdom, to enable us to see there is God's perspective on every matter. And believe me sincerely, it is always different from man's perspective. Oh, glory to God. So what happens? I will talk briefly about the last three gifts. Gift of prophecy, tongues, and interpretation of tongues. Let's read 1 Corinthians 14. And then wrap it up today. Say, by the grace of God, the days... I will see you very. I will see you very soon because the lockdown is going away. Hallelujah! <laughs> this Sunday or next Sunday might be our last Sunday like this. I'm so I'm so happy. Amen. So people are not happy. They, well, I'm so happy. Hallelujah. First Corinthians fourteen. Follow after charity and desire spiritual gift. Say whatever you are. Say I desire spiritual gift. The Bible says you should desire them. You know, when we're growing up as Christians, people will say, I just want the food. I don't want give to give to mislead you. But you are going against the Bible says you should desire. Bible says that, that you may prophesy. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him. Now, tongues is something that has led to a lot of issues in the body of Christ. Many times I see people trying to teach and I laugh. Look at the word of God. And I want to establish something this morning. 
There are two types of tongues mentioned in the Bible. There is tongue as a prayer language. And there is tongue as a gift. Please pay attention. Just like there is faith as a gift of the Spirit. But there is faith as a believer. As, as a seed in every Christian. Without faith, you wouldn't be born again. You are born again now because of because you believe Christ. So you have faith. But that does not mean that does not necessarily mean that you have the gift of faith. Hallelujah. So that's very important. The same thing. Every Christian can lay hands on the sick or is supposed to by Mark 16, 17. To pray for the sick and be healed. But then there is also the gift of healing. So even though you are praying for the sick by faith as a child of God, does not necessarily mean that you have the gift of healing. Do you get that now? So the same way, there is tongue as a prayer language. Then there is the gift of tongues. Now Paul is talking about prayer language in verse 2. He said, He that speaketh in an unknown tongue, speaketh not unto men. But unto God, for no man, no man understanded. Somebody was arguing with me, he said, when they spoke in tongues on the day of Pentecost, people understood them. God made it so that day. He gave them the gift of tongue that could be interpreted in people's language. But here Paul is saying that no man understanded it. Remember, even on the day of Pentecost, there were those who were laughing and saw them as those who were drunk. So if you were doing the day of Pentecost, you would have laughed at, as well at, at them. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So that, that's what the Bible said that no man understands him. He said, but in the spirit is speaking mysteries. See, that mystery is demystifying something in the spirit. When he speaks in tongues, it's demystifying something. What appears to be mysterious will be demystified as a person prays in tongues. Glory to God. This is why every believer should spend time praying in the spirits. Let's read on. He that prophesies speaketh unto men to edification, exhortation, and comfort. He that speaketh and not to edifieth himself. Oh, glory to God. He that prophesies edifieth the church. Now, that word edify is like edifice, building up something. Jude one twenty says that building on your most holy faith, praying in the language of the Holy Spirit, praying in the Holy Ghost. When you pray in the Holy Ghost, you build up yourself. Say, build up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Spirit. When you pray in tongues, you build up yourself. You build up yourself. What happens? You go to a higher level of seeing things than ordinary level. Hallelujah. You know. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. See, when you pray in tongues. And the Spirit gives you all trance. Why praying in tongues? Is equal to prophecy. The Bible says prophecy. And this is very important. Prophecy did not come in Old Testament. By the will of men. But only men spoke. That's 2 Peter 1.21. Only men spoke as they were moved by the Spirit. So, when you are moved by the Spirit and you speak, is equal to prophecy. So, the Bible is saying that men of old spoke as they were moved by the Spirit, and that was equal to prophecy. When we are moved by the Spirit also, and we speak, is equal to prophecy. It will minister comfort, edification, and exhortation. But you see, it begins with, as we pray in tongues. So Paul said, we should pray in tongues. He said, but we should seek to prophesy. In other words, I tell you a mystery. When you pray in tongues, and the Spirit gives you a word, 
it will be along the line of what will be led to pray in tongues about. That word will be equal to prophecy. Hallelujah. Let's read something. Further, the Bible says, verse 5, I will that you all speak with tongues, but rather also that you prophesy. Paul is saying that I wish that you pray in tongues, but that you prophesy. You see, only men spoke as they were moved by the spirits. How do we get moved by the spirits? So we see things as we are moved by the spirits. We see from God's perspective as we are moved by the spirits. We speak forth words of prophecy as we are moved by the spirits. How does this happen? I told the first step is to learn to is to spend time praying in tongues. When we do something happens, Ephesians 5:18. And I will close with this. Ephesians 5:18. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The Bible says in Ephesians 5, verse 18. Be not drunk with wine, wherein is in excess, but be filled with the Spirit. How? Speaking to yourselves in psalms, in hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always. Now listen. The first thing to be understood, the first thing to understand about the realm of the Spirit is that you can't penetrate keeping quiet. You can't operate there keeping quiet. So the Bible says, do not be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit speaking. You see, you, you, you notice this even in some of the films, maybe African films that you watch. They just don't put people's picture up and something will happen to them. They speak something to those pictures. Even when people go, you see all that, I mean, if you are in Africa, you understand. The realm of the spirit is voice activated. It is true. So the Bible says that speaking to yourselves, as you pray in tongues and begin to speak, hymns, psalms, spiritual songs, Lifting up your hand and giving thanks to God. Where we read earlier, we read about David. On the mount of the Lord it shall be. That's a first, a second Samuel uh, uh, 15, 32, where we read. David was on the mountain of the Lord. Mountain of, Bible says where he used to worship. And his eyes were open to understand Ushai. That Ushai should go and help him in the palace. Worship opens your eyes. Remember, God told Abraham to go to the mountain, Genesis 22, to go and worship. Then he took Isaac. So what God told him to do was to go and worship. When he got to the mountain, as he wanted to kill Isaac, as a sacrifice, he saw a ram caught. And then God, God opened his eyes to see the ram. The ram was there. Probably for Abraham, God there. But God opened his eyes to see. And he said, Jehovah Jireh. He said, on the mount of the Lord, it shall be seen. People say, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord my provider. It's not exactly the interpretation of that word. Let Jehovah Jireh, eventually, of course, God provided. But what Abraham really said by himself, he said, Jehovah Jireh, for on the mount of the Lord, it shall be seen. That means on the mount of the Lord, things are seen. On the mount of the Lord, David saw, Usha as the answer to his prayer. On the mount of the Lord, Abraham saw the ram 
as a substitute for Isaac on the mount of the Lord. You'll see the job you have prayed for. You'll see the wife you have prayed for, the husband. You'll see what God has prepared for you on the mount of the Lord. But how do you climb the mount of the Lord? That's what I've just shared with you. Building up on your most holy faith. Building up. That word of mounting up as you pray in the spirits. As you worship. As you give thanks to God. Combine those things and as you speak God's word. See, these four things. Four in the Bible many times represent balance. Remember, four priests carry the Ark of Covenants. Four. Jesus will always go with three, with himself. Himself and three others. When it was time to do something very serious, like he went up to the Mount of Transfiguration in, Gen- in Matthew 17 with these three, uh, three guys, plus himself making four. Four is something very, it's important. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes. So, the throne of God, there are four living beings around the throne of God. There's something about four. It's true. Hallelujah. You understand what I'm saying? So, these four things. Speaking the word of God. Worship. Praying in tongues. And giving thanks. Wonderful. They will always make you ascend in the spirits. And see things from God's perspective. And that is equal to a vision from God. You tell others that no, 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 no. This is the way. There is a way that seems right unto a man, but the end is a way of destruction. But the Lord will show you. How can somebody deceive you and deceive you and deceive you and marry you and you find out the person's true color? I've dealt with cases of people being lied to. Someone who was married, abandoned his wife and children, Came to another city and lied that I was never married. I married a Christian sister. I'm sorry. You see, this is a slap to them. This is, this is, it's hard not to be. When we get trained up, I'm not blaming this. I'm just, when we get trained up more, God will help us to, this is, we not, we won't fall prey. How can we keep losing money into a business when somebody's lying to you? So where is the place of the Holy Spirit? Somebody comes, he lies. As you pray in the Spirit about a life partner, about somebody getting close to you, about someone you love, the Spirit will show you. He knows the things. Bible says he shall show you things to come. I have seen a person that lied. An important guy. Oh, lie. Came to church when he wanted to get married. Because Christians believe no sex before marriage. I took advantage of a sister. Of course, the money was dissolved eventually. Why growing up, I saw these things. Hallelujah. God opening your eyes to see. Vision from God. It might not be in form of dream or open vision, but there is a knowing that comes as a result of ascending to the mount of the Lord, as you pray in the spirits, as you worship, as you give thanks, and fill your mouth with the word of God. Regularly. Let's practice some. When your hands are up, 
and you say in the name of Jesus Christ, greater is he that is in me than the one that... Those are not empty words. They go into the atmosphere. When you lift up your hands and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your mercy over my life. Oh, I give you thanks because I'm called of you. I'm sanctified by the blood of Jesus. I'm purified by the blood of Jesus. I am justified just as if I never sinned by the blood of Jesus. I have unrestricted access to the throne of grace. Oh, blessed be your name, Father of light, in whom there is no variable, there is no shadow of turning. When you pray like that, something happens. Your spirit rises. Something is happening within. And then something is happening in your atmosphere. Remember when we read about Elisha last week, I established the fact that the move of the spirit is actually connected to atmosphere. It's not the Holy Spirit responding to the atmosphere, even though the Holy Spirit is very sensitive to atmosphere. No doubt about that. I mean, it can be grieved. If the Lord is moving the service, people are walking up and out, talking carelessly, the spirit, will, the presence will be withdrawn. No doubt about that. You cannot be having a believers meeting and things are happening and then somebody just answering call and then people are doing. No, no, no. But then beyond that, it affects us also when we're in the wrong atmosphere. This is why get rid of anger very quickly. The Bible said that anger bit and then put them away. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. We give you praise. You see, those of you watching me, something can be revealed to you immediately after this broadcast. Yes, questions about your life can be answered. It's very important. Oh, glory to God. Yesterday, briefly, and I was just watching, I just somehow started watching uh, Pastor Bojo answering questions yesterday, and he said something very profound. Somebody asked him the three mistakes he made as a minister when he started that. If he, if he were to start again, he wouldn't make them again. And he mentioned one. He said, praying so much, but not giving so much thanks. He didn't say we should not pray. He didn't say we should not pray much. But he just said that his thanksgiving life was low at the beginning. Then he realized later. Thanksgiving will accelerate you. And the Bible says, I will that men lift up holy hands. It's a spiritual sign to always lift up your hands. When you sit down in your office in the morning, yeah, the body is heavy. Yet, yes, it is true. Demands and all kinds of things. Target is high. Maybe pay court has happened. Can you sit back and lift up your hands and still give God praise? Oh, Father, I thank you. Do you thank him for your job or you complain to him about your job? Have you really thanked God for your spouse or you complain to him about, you report him to God every now and then or you report her to God? Anytime you want to offer any word of prayer about your spouse, it is to complain to God. I'll ask or command God to change her. To change him. Oh, what about saying, Father, thank you for my boss. Thank you for my wife. Thank you for my husband. He might have not treated you well. But he said, Thanksgiving is powerful. What about speaking God's word? Then praying in tongues. Your eyes will be open when you do this. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I believe you are blessed this morning. 
I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you inheritance among them that are sanctified. Lift up your hands wherever you are. I bless you in the name of the Lord. May you be fruitful and productive in all your ways. Listen to me. Lockdown is ending. When it is over, I've been saying this. Shifts have been made. It will not affect you negatively. Hallelujah. On the contrary, you will rise. In the name of Jesus Christ. God has made room for you. You will expand. Begin to follow this line of this message. Ask God to open your eyes. What do you see? This week is very crucial. They might open up completely next week, first week of June. But then beyond opening up, we are approaching a new month. The last month of the first half of the year. Why don't you ask God for revelation? Why don't you ask God to show you what you can do? Let me tell you this. Everybody watching me. Our former venue, we had the McHugh stands. We still have it there, but some other people are there now. We needed to move quickly from where we were. Because our time was ending. And we need to pay for another year to stay. And I went to meet the owner. We agreed, okay, we'll be leaving. Not out of it. We had a wonderful relationship with uh, Mrs. Pamela, the owner of Big Treats, wonderful woman, wonderful Chinese, my Chinese friend. Wonderful woman. Anyway, we're about leaving, but we, 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 we couldn't make any other commitment. So we're, we're under pressure of time. When we wanted to bring in, we're checking McHugh's tents, a thousand sister McHugh's tents. We're checking, checking, and we discover. All the things we're getting take us three months to ship it in, two months to ship it in. We did not have that time. And I began to pray in tongues. I just said there has to be a way. Oh, they said if you don't ship it, you only found locally fabricated one. I said that I believe in my heart. Somebody must have shipped in one that is here to sell. We all prayed, all the pastors of the church. And supernaturally, we met somebody who had shipped in four, sold three, and he had one left. And he gave us a huge discount. When we pray, there is a way. Almost all the venues we have used as a church. We've used about six or seven venues. About four or five out of them. No church, they are, no church had used it before. They weren't open to church. They did not even have the idea of throwing it open. You see, the Spirit of God is power. Oh, I, I know there's a pastor watching me that needs to hear this. But it's not limited to pastor. Where we were, before we moved to where we are right now, was a football field. The owner had no plan to use it as an event. Or if, if, no plan. But an agent went to talk to him on our behalf. God can open something new. Big Treats had never used their venue for a church before. I just walked into it. I did not even know. I went to have a time of retreat. I came back and I drove to it because I had nothing for about two days or so. I just drove into it. And somebody said, oh, there's a space up there. I woke up and I saw it. Nobody told me. I didn't see to let outside. The Spirit of God. We had one week to leave a particular place on Toy, one, one of the hotels on Toy, not White House. White House was our friend. We had a good time there. Before, we, before that was before we moved to White House. 
were leaving a place. They needed the place for another. That's Lagos traveling. They needed it for another. For some reason, we had to. We were leaving, and we needed a, a week. It was sudden stuff. And I was walking, and I saw that's the place where you call Dominos on Tony right now. We had used that Domino before. As I, I, their managers were outside. I remember I felt in my spirit. Go walk, walk up to that man is the manager. Tell him that a church ah. Then I asked the security, I said, it's a, it's a, it's a South African, they, it was under another entry that was there before, a South African entry. And I said, how do I tell these foreigners that a church wants to take their, wants to be meeting in their hall? I said, this hall is an entry and everything. It sounded ridiculous. But you see, I walk up to the man and I told him, fortunately, the other manager was around with him and they both looked at each other and said, okay, uh, if you won't go beyond 9 to 11, we can open to customer from 12 o'clock. And that on Sunday morning, no problem. And that was it. <laughs> the Lord, as we pray, then we move to White House. Oh, dear Lord Jesus. <laughs> I don't feel like sharing these testimonies with somebody. I saw the banner of a church outside. I went to help my brother get the oil. I wanted to use the oil on a Saturday for launching of his book or so. So when it ended, then I was passing one day, I saw the banner of a church outside, and I felt in my spirit, I asked the manager, is there any church here? I said, but Lord, there's a banner outside. I just felt inside. So I walked up to the man, I said, well, is there, I said, I'm sure there's a church. That was how I said, I'm sure there's a church meeting there, so no point asking about Sunday. But can I ask about other days, if you want to do a program? And the man said, sorry, sir, are you the manager of me? He said, I am the man. <laughs> I said, yeah, you are the manager, sir. He said, why don't you let me answer whether there is a church or not? He said, you are talking on my behalf. I said, sir, but I saw the ban outside. He said, again, sir, are you the manager or me? I can also say, I said, okay, sir, is there? He said, no. He said, they left about three months ago that the ban is just there. The spirit of God will lead. I share this week because, I share this testimony because this week, somebody is experiencing such a dimension of blessing that will transform your life forever. Are you blessed this morning? Glory to God. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Oh, His hand is upon you for good. May the Lord cause His face to shine on you. Direct your path, order your ways in Jesus' name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.